Intro. Three, two, one. What up, what up, UD Podcast? Hey. Wow. <laughs> you should become a YouTuber. I am a, I'm starting a YouTube channel. This is not video. It will be audio YouTube. How are we doing? I am joined by my amazing youth leader compadres and good friends. I have to my left, Telen Austin. What's up, Telen? What's up, Taylor? How's it going? And to Telen's left is none other than Susie Neds. What is up? Known you since you were in fifth grade. Now you are old. <laughs> and then I have Nikki to my right. Hi, Nikki. And uh, then to our audio engineers, producers of the show, um, is William Hayes and (laughs) Maya Geddes. And uh, we had this idea a few hours ago to have a podcast because we don't have a message tonight. Yeah. Because we did our groups. How was your group tonight, Talyn? Our group was good. It was was low-key awkward, but we got through it. Sometimes awkward. Yeah. Is, is and the, and the, the awkward part was just me not getting to the next question and just going full silent and making people speak. You know what I mean? Because like someone has to speak up eventually, you know? True. So, but you know, awkward, but it was good though. Good things good. come from awkward places. Like when you first, like when your Talena first kiss. First your first kiss. Tell what me about Talena? Tell me about your first kiss. <laughs> My first you kiss? Want to share about your first kiss? My first kiss, it was, was super awkward. awkward. Yeah. I was in uh, fifth grade. Mine was great. We kissed behind the portables, but. I kissed oh, Jessica I Richards. So we're doing names. The couch. <laughs> Where she listens to I saw her in the mall. She's got like three She's kids. She um, is. She's it was behind the couch. I was in. Ki- we were both in kindergarten, maybe preschool. Behind the couch, and her fourth grade sister dared us. And uh, yeah, it was uh, memorable. Very memorable. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, what about you, Nikki? Susie? You want to talk? Oh, we'll move on. Talk about my first How, kiss? <laughs> <laughs> there was a Newfound Glory song called uh, First Kisses. Tell me about your first kiss. This is a, these Tell are the references me that only Taylor gets. Have you already forgotten it? I'm sure no And Cameron. It's a great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we, the reason we are doing this podcast is none other than there's no message tonight. And so we thought we would do something. So, but uh, let's take a break. Uh, we will be right back with you. All right, we are back. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. Oh man. So, uh, uh, what what do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) You guys talk about the most interesting that uh, most most interesting interesting thing we've seen on social media lately. What's the most most interesting thing thing I've seen on social media lately? World record egg. World that was record ridiculous. World record, record but, is cracking. But the most interesting thing, though, I mean, is that the most interesting thing you've seen all week? No. Is most interesting. Week? I'll tell you the most interesting Wait, thing that I posted. Right. I reposted it. No uh, other than my posts about my kids, I think those are interesting. But uh, there was a post I shared today uh, from Bird Box, and it was a meme of when you tell your leaders about camp and it's i thought it was really funny but you got um, it from david graciano i did no i got it from alex vensky she tagged me in it oh. that's where i saw it Jeez. he posted it it was funny do you guys like the bird box it's a good movie bird box is bird all right box. bird box had a letdown ending Ooh. yeah i really felt like that could have been significantly better totally it was nice having a happy ending for once 
You're better than me. I thought it no, was I thought it was I thought too. It was I thought it was the. I thought it was a cop out. I thought it was yep. too easy. It was like, oh, look at this utopia with all these. What was it? Deaf people or blind? blind I can't remember. People. Blind people. The, That's what it was. Book, it was lame. The book had a gnar. There was a thing. book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Book. Book. Next thing you're gonna tell me there was a there was a mouse in the motorcycle I read book. So much but um. <laughs> So, uh, you know, here's something, something I was thinking about uh, in our culture today. We'll, we'll, we'll get serious, guys. I got something serious to talk to you about. But um, I need to get closer. Okay, is that good? Good, 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 good. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here. We've been having a great time here. But really enjoyed having you guys here. The insights you've shared. It's been wonderful. Um, but I I was thinking about what about culture and progress and movement and you know we think in in you all heard about what happened in new york and you know there's varying opinions and it's always good to not only listen to the other side but why people get to where they're at and and we're not here to poke at that um but really getting down to the to the value an understanding of the value of life and that's not what i want to talk about but i was thinking about how um, many decisions that are made, including that one, are made oftentimes out of a desire for progress. And, um, you know, whether it be the decisions like what happened in New York with, um, yeah, if you don't know, it was a, deci- a law uh, kind of updating Roe v. Wade uh, in terms of late terms of late term abortions and things like that, you know. And there's a lot of nuance to it, and um, but nonetheless, whichever side you're on, it's still significant no matter what because it does involve a life or a future life, mm-hmm. and it's important. And but beyond that, what I was thinking about is how our culture really worships progress, right? And it's not so much about the decision being made, but there's this real desire for progress, and I wonder. You know, if, if, if it's like that in culture, in, in politics or in popular culture, whatever it might be, we're always wanting to do the next thing so that we can stay ahead. What does that look like in, in ministry context? What does that look like with students? What does that look like in youth ministry when um, sometimes what we do is in order to move things forward without an actual uh, exploration of what it is that we're doing? Does that make sense? Like, have you guys seen that where we are um, worshiping progress, where we're worshiping culture? Where, Susie, where have you seen that maybe in popular culture or fashion or uh, youth ministry or whatever? Where, where have you seen that? I think, no, I think that's actually a really good point. I think that's why things like fast fashion thrive is because people just want what's new instead of what, you know, I think. The way that God operates, the things that last and are slow are that that's what that is what is healthy progress. Hmm. And so, you know, if an abortion or anything like that, if it's like a, a decision that you can make in a moment, you know, that might not necessarily be what is healthiest, you know, and we it's hard as Christians because we don't want to get into a culture of shaming and at the same time, like. Um, I'm trying to say it without being insensitive in any way, but, um, be insensitive. 
being sensitive. It's the podcast. It's the podcast, the insensitive podcast. No, but um, that's a good word. No, but um, no, I think like it's good to think about all parties, and no, nobody ever gets themselves into a situation like that, ever thinking that you know that they want to be in that situation. Truly, like people don't ever want to be in that situation, and um, if you truly are pro-life, you know you would equally care about the people who are in those positions too. And you would be caring about their souls and caring about what's going on in their life as well. And, um, and that's the way that I've been really challenged by it. It's like, I'm, I'm mourning for all parties. I've seen like things going on over here, but you know, um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but I think like anything in culture that is going so fast that we constantly like with we we live off of the scrolling we live off of everything going quick and whatnot um so i think sometimes it's good to slow down and be like well well is this what's right is this what we should be doing you know it's it's just because it's what's happening and what's in like is that necessarily best practice now yeah i remember one time being challenged we were doing something a couple years ago in youth ministry and someone asked me why and it was it i was hard pressed to actually answer the question why we were doing what we're doing and what it came down to. And I could muster up some good reasons, but at the end of the day, I was realizing the only reason I'm doing this is the context I'm in and I've seen others do it and I want to keep up. Well, there's value in staying relevant. There's value in uh, being current and, you know, speaking the language of whatever sphere that you're in, be fashion or youth ministry or music or whatever it might be. Um, but at the end of the day, we got to still know why we're doing it. Right. And, um, you know, I think we see this all the time, especially with youth, with students, you know, the ones that you're telling that you're dealing with tonight in your small group, you know, so many people who, um, they do what they do. And when you ask them why they do what they do, they can't answer why. So why do you do what you do? Um, honestly, um, I grew up in a hard background. I have um, family that were really involved in church when I was younger, um, and I loved always going to church with my family, um, and we never had a youth group, none of that. Anyway, long story short, my sister um, you know, was very troubled growing up, um, and I felt like I led a bad example for her, um, and I kind of touched on this with my, my small group tonight, and when you ask the question of what, what could you have done different or what do you feel like you've done where uh, you've got to forgive um, or feel like you've got to be forgiven. Um, I, I feel like I led my sister astray, honestly, uh, with the lifestyle that I led um, in high school, not being home, not respecting my mom, partying, you know, the, the whole nine. Um, and so now I feel like I'm leading a good path for students to follow something uh, positive. Um, so whether that be following Jesus or just respecting people. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to now, you know, help lead people, um, on a, on a better path than what I did for my sister. And I mean, I'm doing it for my baby brother. I'm doing it for, uh, my little sister and, yeah. and the generations of kids who come to this church. Um, because I am feel like I'm supposed to set that good example because of where I've came from. So, well, and I, th- I was thinking about the difference, you know, progress is kind of a hot button word. It's kind of mm-hmm. the thing that people, like I was saying, you know, they worship mm-hmm. it. They, we need progress, you know, we're progressive. And, and I think that's the wrong word. I think the goal, because sometimes you can have things, sometimes you can have things that are, um, 
you know, they're progressing, but there's no movement. Yeah. There's other times where you can have things static or still, but there's movement, right? So you might be in uh, one place in a preparation season of your life, but there's movement. You might be in a place where you feel like you don't know what's next, but you're moving, you're stirring, you're growing, you're desiring for, um, for more strength and you're building yourself up. There's movement and at the same time, there's, you don't feel like there's progress, but underneath the surface, there, surface there's movement. Yeah. I think movement's a great word uh, because when we start to move, it's, you know, it, it, there's this idea of momentum um, and a train they they've done studies and I, I might mix the exact sizes up but a train um that is still they can put a four by four piece of wood under one of the wheels and the train will not be able to move but they can put a 12 foot deep uh brick wall that is scaled higher than the top of the train and when the train is at full speed it doesn't even get knocked off the tracks it goes right through the brick wall right because there's momentum but when when uh, it, it starts so slow, you know, when you're starting new stuff, have you ever seen this train start from nothing? It's like there's a lot, but there's movement within, mm -hmm. but then it starts to build up. And over time, suddenly, now the movement isn't even stoppable because it's going so much. We see that in our lives. We yeah. see that spiritually. We see that in youth ministry. We see that in, uh, you know, whenever you see a student who you've been talking to who finally clicks something and it's like did that just start then or did it start when you bugged them two years ago and you kept getting on them right. and like the the great jim brickwell hashtag young life uh refers to it as the pilot light is lit That's and uh, there's a pilot light going on mm -hmm. and all it takes is it, it's there's something going on beneath the surface and eventually we're gonna <clears> see <throat> the fire but it takes some time um I think movement over progress is great. Well, this has been a great podcast. Love, love all of you guys. Um, we may listen back to this podcast and hate it. We might. We might. I feel like it's a little... But you know what? Just got to turn the page. We're doing it. Yeah. And from now on. <laughs> we're doing this every single Wednesday. Maybe. Uh, Susie, you have a closing thought? Thank you for listening to Martha Hadley. You're listening to Spirit 105.3. DJ Super Sam from Cube 93. <laughs> I used to I used to stay up every night in uh, in ninth grade and wait for Eve Six to come on the radio. And then Man, I you're going way over my head, dude. I would swallow my pride. I would choke on the rhymes, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Want to put my Wanna put my head tender, hard in a blender, watch it spin round to the beautiful oblivion. Did you hear, did you hear that line? Rendezvous and I'm through with tender. you. <laughs> I tender hard in a blender. I'm that's surprised creative. That that's some deep, deep stuff. That really is surprised. that is progress right there. It's not movement though. Well, with that, I want to conclude this edition of the UD After Service podcast. After it's been a pleasure. With that, the outro music. Yeah.